When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Big uh, feature of the uh, final hour of the Saturday session on SENZ uh, is our Saturday session at Legends, as we talk to athletes and coaches and administrators um, about they're not only their individual careers, but uh, seasons, particular games. Uh, we've been able to sort of scratch the surface and dig quite deep on, on a number of these uh, topics um, over the last uh, few months, Grant, and it will continue for the remainder of the year. Today, today is uh, a big day for North Harbour Rugby. They're up against uh, Hawke's Bay. Um, now he says today he uh, recognises he hasn't actually checked the draw. Is it is It is today? It is today. Uh, they're uh, looking to take the log of wood, the Ranfilly Shield off Hawke's Bay, uh, North Harbour. It would be just for the second time in their history, which dates back to 1986, off the top of my head. It's not a whole heap of winning, is it, Grant? It's incredible, but it's also, I know that it's such a proud piece of history. When I arrived in New Zealand, you obviously you had the Curry Cup in South Africa, but the Ranfilly Shield is, it was almost one of the most spoken about sort of, um, uh, I guess, trophies. Well, it's truly Zealand. unique in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, the definitely. Whole challenging for it. it. You know, you have your competition, the Ramfilly Shield, you know, amazing history. I, I'm 43 years young now. I've only, you know, I, I grew up on the North Shore. I was a Harbour fan for many, many years. Uh, went through a lot of pain with them, moved to Wellington, <laughs> didn't change much there. I've only lived um, in a city that's held the Shield once in my whole life. And over carried- about, and I think there was only six or seven weeks it is hard to, to sometimes get a shot, sometimes harder to take that. Well, North Harbour had success in 2006, so we're going to dig a little bit deeper on the one time they actually did have success. I'm sorry, Hawks Bay fans. You've been so selfish and had it so long over the years, um, hard to pick out one single game. Uh, Adrian Donald joins us. He is not only CEO of North Harbour Rugby, he played in the game against the mighty Canterbury in 2006. And in fact, Adrian, thanks so much for joining us here on the Saturday session. It's why you got the CEO job, right? You're like, I was there yeah. when we had our best day as, as, a, as a rugby union. Yeah, something like that. Um, definitely uh, <laughs> was part of, my, part, of my pitch, part of my pitch to the board and the chair that looked at uh, getting, the, getting the role. You know? yeah, well, congratulations on that role. I think it is your first season. Um, I hope, it, hope it's going well. Um, but thanks so much for joining us and taking a bit of a trip down memory lane through to review beating Canterbury in 2006. And Canterbury, Canterbury had been a bit of a hunger group, hadn't they? That They had held on to the Shield, I think, for at least a year, if not that, uh, if not longer than that. What are your memories of, you know, the week leading up to it? Did you really give your team much chance? Oh, I know the TAB didn't give us much chance. We were paying $12 uh, at the TAB. What? Um, so... Um, to, to sneer it off Canterbury at the time was pretty good. Um, what I remember about it, um, well, we were pretty fortunate enough. We, we had a number of All Blacks came back into the side um, that week. Um, Steve Hansen released uh, the likes of Tony Woodcock, Luke McAllister, um, 
uh, so you know gave us a, a bit of a chance to, to have a crack at it, I suppose. Um, but we had a good, we had a really good bunch of guys that year. Um, we'd sort of like been building a, quite a good side for for a number of years. Like in 2004, we had a, we had a pretty good side. Um, five was you know we, we probably went, we were a bit unlucky a couple of times um, to to not push through into a, a semi final or well we played Auckland in the semi final in 2004. We beat, beat Auckland, so we had, a, we had a good basis of a good side. So it all just came together really. Um, and, and a couple of things went our way that day. Obviously, we had a couple of intercept tries, and um, yeah, everyone just fronted up. Adrian, great having you on the show. Uh, really appreciate it as our legend, legend segment. But leading up to uh, um, Daniel talks about that week leading up to the game. What was the captain's run like? Was there, when you look back at it, was there a feeling that, you know, this this is our time? Was there a feeling of excitement? It was no, there was no like big build up for us. Like um, we, we obviously knew the shield was was on on the line, and, and we gave ourselves a, a bit of a chance, but we didn't uh, we didn't we didn't um, make a massive big deal about it. Um, we we you know as I say gave ourselves a bit of a chance. We didn't really talk about it, um, like and put all the emphasis on it. Um, it was all really about our own performances, um, and that was you know, the, the Canterbury side was a pretty good side, so. It was, it was quite unique, actually. Like, um, the there was a, an excitement. Probably was the, the key word of the boys just you know wanting to get up for each other. Um, yeah, it was it was quite unique, you know. So I mean, I've been in sides where we're focused on you know our game and we've you know been driven about that game. But um, yeah, it was, it was it was quite unique. It was just everyone was really excited about getting up for it. Yeah. Anyone give a, a, a you know deliver a high powered table thumping speech um, or is it a bit of a blur those sort of you know moments leading up to actual kickoff nah, no, no that's a that's a funny thing was it was no um, big focus on winning the shield um, it was more around like our own personal performances it's quite it's quite uh, ironic when you when you think about it you know everyone was just keen on just getting up and doing their thing so there's no big motivation speech or anything like that so how how good was that Canterbury team? Um, do you remember the names? Because I, I do remember their streak of winning the Shield in 2000, holding it on to it for all of 2001. Um, I think all of 2002, lost it in 2003, got it back um, in 2004, and then we're on another quite a long streak when they actually uh, took on um, uh, your side in September of 2006 at uh, Jade Stadium. May it rest in peace. Um the names right across the park. There were some pretty big ones, weren't there? Yeah, no, there was some um, for, for our side. There was some, some big names. Obviously, we had uh, Tony Woodcock um, come back into the from the All Black environment. Uh, Greg Rawlinson, Anthony Borick, um, both All Blacks at the time. Um, Nick Williams, um, Luke McAllister, uh, Rudy Wolf. Uh, who else? Rua Tapoki, um, Viliamu Wang and Sadudor, Jonah Lomu. He was on the bench. Um, rest in peace. Yes, it was a pretty good side. It was a pretty, pretty good, comprehensive side. The characters in there, I tell you. And you would have had to have been near your game because Canterbury, with a record like that at home, uh, are not easy to beat. What are your memories of the game? Can you, can you, do you remember the first scoring play, or first try of the uh, game? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how well that play, went because uh, I'm pretty sure door, you were gets, a, gets, a, gets an intercept and uh, and, and goes the length. Uh, next scoring play, I. Um, the Murat Tapoki gets an intercept for, for uh, coming off, goes uh, 80 metres. 
So yeah, we were up 14-0 pretty quickly. Um, pretty tough day at the office. Canterbury, Canterbury had a massive pack and they, they played pretty well. And then um, late in the piece, about uh, 15 minutes to go, Wonga Sadudua goes down the right-hand side and uh, beats um, Scott Hamilton, scores a brilliant try, basically a solo try. Um, and, yeah, that put us out. McAllister nails, nails it from the sideline and puts us out by four. So 21-17. And, um, yeah, that was the, obviously Canterbury smashed away up for us about uh, 15 minutes. But, you know, obviously went for this. They needed five points to, to win it sort of thing. So, Adrian, I, I saw at halftime Canterbury scored a try just before halftime to take the lead. And we've heard some fascinating halftime rev-up chats where one of the coaches in uh, uh, r- rugby league actually played a fake um, commentary on a tape that he made, uh, which was subsequently thrown to the ground and smashed and stopped. That, that speech was stopped pretty uh, abruptly, and then a senior player got up and, and gave a bit of a rev-up. Was there any rev-up at halftime when Canterbury took the lead? Um. I probably got an Alan Pollock special at halftime that we were in the game, and you know, Villain Yalovich was the forwards coach. He was, he was, you know, cool as a cucumber leader. Just, uh, yeah, so that was good. No, no, nothing uh, not too too over the top. Uh, no one bagged you out for throwing an intercepted lead to Scott Hamilton's try. I, I, I noticed you left that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mossy, to, I threw the intercept to give it to Mossy to a lead. He actually he called for it. He he called for it. So we'd played Blues Development earlier in the season, um, or the year before, sort of thing. And um, yeah, so he was like calling my name, and I passed it to him. Uh, yeah, I was trying to leave that one out, but uh, it's all good. <laughs> you knew we were going to bring it up, but but you hold on. Yeah. Canary attack, attack, attack. You hold on. The whistle goes. You, you finally win it. Uh, what are your memories of the immediate aftermath? The, the presentation, oh, the, the, the first few hours of, of you and your teammates having done something no North Harbour side had done before. Oh, it was pretty special. Um, it was it was just amazing, just the the feeling, the the great feeling of it. It was it was just brilliant, and um, yeah, it was, it was, it was obviously we got, came back to um, the the Poanamu when we, we flew back in, and and um, just all the well wishes there. The Po was just packed and. I remember yeah. I was working for Lion Nathan at the time, and my my boss at the time said, "Don't worry about it. We'll just sort it out. We'll sort out the bill." So the the week was a bit of a party week, and uh, it was a big blur. Now, one of the things we've spoken about, Adrian, this is my favourite part of talking about competitions and winning trophies. I mean, it's not a trophy that you can actually put anything in. What's well, a shield for a star grant? Yeah, mm. um, but surely if that trophy could could talk, I mean, did, was anything slid off the trophy? <laughs> Daniel McCarty wants to put a little GoPro in there. Yeah, it can maybe tell stories for the future. Did did the trophy? Did the shield end up in bed with someone that night? Um, like BJ Watling slept with the mace when they won the uh, World Test Championship. Um, do you remember yeah. any stories about the shield? Um, no. Well, the shield got was we got it out to the community, which is massive. So um, you know, went to schools. Everyone got to take it home. Like all the players that That's played awesome. with it took it home. It was it was it's an amazing thing and you know just the the, the fever around it it's pretty cool so um, uh, I don't recall anything being um, substances going off it or anything like that but I'm sure some good stories to tell yeah there's yeah thankfully um, you know 
people weren't putting everything to Instagram and, you know, sending messages, WhatsApp, as, as we've seen in the last few years. Uh, very, very expertly done. I think you've got a career in administration with, with, with the G-rated um, version, <laughs> version of, of what yeah. went on. Um, <laughs> what are, where, where do you sense the importance of the Ramfurly Shielders in 2022? Oh, it's, it's massively important. And speaking of the importance, I'm going to have to hop on a bus and, and go to the game. So I'm going to have to cut the short, guys, unfortunately, because the bus is just about to leave. No, no, I'd hate for you to miss the bus, CEO. That was our last question anyway, so we're not missing out too much. Adrian, thanks so much for, for joining us, reminiscing, and good luck to your troop this time around. Thanks a lot, Adrian. Good luck. Okay, thanks. Bye. Look at that. On the team bus. He's fizzed. Oh, I thought he was taking the public bus. I was like, oh, that's, that's you think really the CEO humble. Of North Harbour well, is going to like, on a on a on public transport. I was today. like, the humility, that's awesome. He's getting, on the, he's the team he's bus. getting on the team I know, bus. The I wasn't last thing thinking. he wants to, to hear is. Imagine that. Yeah. Travelling with talk, everyone. Talking about 2006. Sorry, for Wander, Wanders yeah. past his team in 2022. Look at our CEO living in the past. So the, living in the past, not letting go his wonderful record.